welcome to the Art of Serving podcast, where we talk about leading, serving, and helping while maintaining autonomy. As a former pastor and the owner of a small service business, I know that serving can be both rewarding and challenging. Whether you're serving as a CEO or helping out around your community, we all serve in some capacity. If you're looking for a place to be challenged and encouraged, I hope you'll stick around and join the conversation. Truman famously said, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. But what happens when you read and you don't understand? What happens when you read those texts that you know are supposed to be filling you up and supposed to be challenging you, but they just kind of go in one ear and out the other ear? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how do we as leaders be better readers. I remember once when I was in school to be a youth pastor, I had gone home for the holidays and we were having a, a family meal. I think it must have been Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. And as we're sitting around, a family member says, hey, what is the what does this parable of Jesus mean? I think it was the parable of the sower or something like that. And I said, well, you know, it basically means A, B, and C. And they said, well, well, how do you know that? And I said, well, first, it says it right after the text because Jesus explains exactly what he means. But then I also went on to say, well, this represents this and that represents that. And I kind of just explained the passage. And then they said, I, I still don't get it. And I said, well, it says it right there. Like Jesus explains exactly what it means. So my question back to them was, well, how many times have you read it? How many times have you studied it? And they said, well, I've read it before and I, I read it again, but I, I still don't get it. If we want to truly be challenged and grow in the things that we're reading, we have to sit with them. It can't be a, a just a, a quick pass. It can't be like, a oh, I just read it. And so now I know the information. We, we have to really digest it in order to understand it. Marcus Aurelius wrote how Rusticus used to read attentively, that he wouldn't be satisfied with, quote-unquote, just getting the gist of a passage, that he would, he would really dig into it. The rabbis had this idea of the 70 facets of the Torah, and it was this idea that, that when you looked at the law, when you looked at the Torah, when you looked at the text, it, it, it wasn't just the simple meaning that was on top. There was, there was more to it. There were, there were several levels. There was different ways of looking at things. There was, yes, there was just the simple way, but then there was also the, the deeper meaning behind it. There was the suggestion behind it. But then past that, there was something even further. There was the, the spiritual nature, the, the deeper nature, the thing that's been around forever. And then past that was even this deeper level that they called this the mystery. The, uh, I can't remember the name for it, but it was the, the deepest understanding. As leaders, we have to be readers, but we can't just be content with understanding the, the surface. We can't just be content with, oh, I, I pretty much know what's going on, and then move on to quote-unquote more important things. In his second letter to Lasilius, Seneca writes to him, he says, After running over a lot of different thoughts, pick one out to be digested thoroughly that day. This is what I do myself. Out of the many bits I have been reading, I lay hold of one. If you want to grow as a leader, take Seneca's advice. When you read in the morning, whatever you're studying, whatever you're picking up, read it and read it. And then when you find something that really gets you going, hold on to that. And, and just remember it throughout the day and digest it and think about all the different ways it applies and, and, and think about all the different ways you can look at it. Think about the 70 facets of, of viewing that idea. 
This practice doesn't just make us better readers. It also makes us better at doing life. It, it, it helps us, Seneca says that it, it helps us acquire something to face poverty, to, to face death and all the other ills of this life. Here's a couple of tips to help you implement this practice of thoughtful reading. The first thing is to pick up somebody you disagree with. Seneca continues writing to Lucilius and he says, My thought for today is something which I found in Epicurus. He says, Yes, I actually make a practice of going over to the enemy's camp by way of reconnaissance, not as a deserter. And when you do this in your reading, don't just try to find holes in the enemy's text. Don't just try to figure out like, oh, they're wrong about this and they're wrong about that. Like, yeah, we should analyze the text and, and, and figure out what where we're at too. But also, we should be analyzing our own character. We should be figuring out where we're at and how does this apply to us. And the last thing is this. Ask others about these ideas, whether you're at work or out doing stuff or, or whatever you're doing. Like talk about the ideas that you're, you're reading and you're thinking about that you've been mulling over all day. Like start picking other people's brains because guess what? They have other facets too. They can look at that thing and be like, well, I, I know you're, you're looking at it that way, but the way I see it is this. And so it can help us really figure out where we're at and help us be better readers and leaders. Get out there today, serve your communities, and serve yourselves as well.